I'm Sean McCormick, and this is Optimal Performance. When you when you feel the Earth, you understand her more, you respect her more, and you will, you know, act in harmony with her more. If you're disconnected from her, and the modern shoe industry is literally disconnecting us, us from her, um, then you know it's easier to disrespect her and and just sort of treat ourselves as separate from her. You know, you spoke a little bit about grounding before, like we're designed to be literally, you know, um, connected to the earth on, a, on an on an electrical level. And the modern shoe industry severs that connection um, and, and, and severs that, that healthy, natural connection with the earth. Um, and, you know, that's the biggest problem in the world is humans trying to emancipate themselves from nature. And so, you know, um, we need hundreds of businesses and hundreds of brands and hundreds of um, economic actors to help humans reconnect back to nature, mm. put nature at the top of the hierarchy. And actually, interestingly, through modern technology, through science, through AI, we will understand the, the amazingness of nature. We, you know, you mentioned Zach Bush earlier, and, you know, it's, it's you know, funny enough, really cutting edge science to understand the, 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 the role of the bacteria in our gut and the importance of protecting the bacteria in our gut. And it's through modern science and through sort of artificial intelligence modeling and et cetera, et cetera, that we understand this more and more and more. And actually that a lot of our intelligence comes from the bacteria in our gut. Yeah, but you know, it's actually ancient wisdom, right? People probably 15,000 years ago understood that better than we understand that today. But we're just... Come, you know, in our own way, just coming back to understanding that, and it's and it's ultimately, you know, uh, and then and then through that we understand the importance of soil health, and and that and that deep connection, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, you were talking about blue ray light glasses, and you know, it's actually through science we're starting to understand the importance of circadian rhythms and melatonin and how that all those hormonal and endocrine systems work in the body and the impact that just connect, reconnecting to those rhythms is so essential to, to health, right? And so, you know, these are all, you know, they, they, these are all ancient wisdoms, right? Or just, just you know, the, the, you know, we're in this funny sort of state where we're kind of reinventing yeah. ancient knowledge. <laughs> yeah. All these people kind of like claim, like, you know, I, I've invented this, you know, and, and, and that, we're not, we didn't invent barefoot shoes, right? <laughs> At all, right? There's no invention to Viva. There's no special technology. You know, this is the way humans have made shoes for thousands of years. You know, having a healthy gut biome is the way humans have had it for thousands of years. You know, living in sync with nature's circadian rhythms is the way we live, you know, having a fasting cycle, a hot cold, you know, et cetera, et cetera. These are all just like natural rhythms that, you know, we're, we're rediscovering them hmm. after this long period of nature emancipation. And it's the same with barefoot shoes where we're just rediscovering um, that healthy natural movement is probably better than any modern gizmo that we've come up with in the last hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that connection to, to the connection to our body, 
the connection to the earth. It's really poetic because it sort of it's it suggests this this re you know in order to go forward we have to look back and use you know exogenous ketones that I have on back there behind me because you know being in ketosis is you know we we were doing that all the time you know fasting and um and you know it's like all these all these things a lot of these things outside of you know the aura ring which is you know pulling up data it's always to go back to understand what got us here and what got us here is a connection to the planet a connection to our bodies so that we're better decision makers more cognizant of uh, of the impacts on the planet you know better just better people overall i just think that's a really beautiful um, and technology is going to help us go there, right? And in, in, in a funny way, you know, one of the things we say, the most advanced piece of technology to ever go into a shoe is the human foot. And actually, if you look at the most advanced bit of robotic engine, the most advanced robotic foot in the world, that you can spend millions and millions of dollars and millions and millions of dollars have been spent trying to develop it. It is so crap in comparison to the human foot it's 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 just unbelievable it's like it's it's like the difference between you know um i don't know a a, a sort of cup to cup communication device and the iphone or something right um <laughs> and that's the best we've come up with right that's the best we can do um and but but you know when but we're not saying you know we're not um Technology will help us get there as well, right? And technology is helping us understand it. And actually, in our case, in the in the shoe industry, we really are quite excited by you know a phone being able to scan the foot, and the new phones have lidar scanning technology. Mm-hmm. And so we're really, you know, we know that not everybody's going to go back to having a, a, a local cobbler in their tribe, that, and, and we're going to and 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 the, and the the skins from the hunt are going to be then come to the cobbler and you're going to go and put your foot on the hide and he's going to draw around your foot and make you a pair of shoes. You know, we get it that that's not the way society is going to move anytime soon. But what the mobile phone can do is scan your foot. And then with that, we can, we can then make a bespoke pair of shoes to you with a 3D printed outsole and different uppers and things. Um, and we can actually make a really perfectly fitting second skin you know to the earlier point about not many size eights fit anybody we do believe there's a future of getting back to bespoke shoemaking which is the way humans would have made shoes for thousands of years using modern technologies so it's not about sort of you know uh, we all need to go and live in caves and 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 wear skins again we you know like we can make the modern world appropriate to natural movement and connected to the natural world and modern technology can play a really important role in that. Beautiful. Oh, that's exciting. That's really cool. I, I yeah, of course. Oh, how, how far, how many years away do you think if you had to guess how, how many years away are we from me scanning my, my foot and sending it over to you to make, <laughs> to make me. A- We're already doing it. So we've launched it. And um, we just in what we call pioneer stage, where just you know a few hundred people are, are in sort of testing phase. Um, but in terms of it being widely open to the public, well, uh, we, you know we're going to we're um, 
let's say, two years away. Wow. Oh, cool. <laughs> that's that's exciting. Yeah, I, I whether think... we can make a successful business out of it or not, it's not a matter. <laughs> but um, right. you know, we're trying. And, yeah. But we're, but we we're, we're, that's you know, look, we we ultimately believe in a world. You know, as cob- we're cobblers, right? We're shoemakers, and and we want to make the best shoes for humans we can, right? We feel that as a responsibility. And the modern shoe industry, and it's a huge, sexy industry with some of the sexiest brands and storytellers the world's ever known, is 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 in many ways a public health scandal. Right? Mm-hmm. Adults can wear whatever they want, and, and, and adults make a lot of unhealthy choices. But more and more, those unhealthy choices are quite educated choices. But when it comes to shoes, it's it's so far from conventional wisdom what the healthy choice for footwear is, right? And 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 so um, you know we've got a long long way to go of under really understanding what healthy natural movement is. More and more people are, are getting there, but actually the conventional wisdom in America right now, if you go around all the shoe shops, it's more maximalist, big spongy shoes than you've almost ever seen. So. You know, we're sort of, you know, in some ways drifting further away from this natural base layer at the moment. It's a kind of urgent crisis. Now, the counter movement is growing, but it's, it's a pretty small counter movement. Um, and, and, and and that's, a you know, a real problem. And, and, and the fact that it's not being addressed for children's shoes at all, and the fact that your average child, you know, entering adulthood in the civilized Western world, is arriving with really weak, deformed feet and very bad movement habits. That's a public health scan. That's that's really in the shoe industry is to blame for that. Mm. And 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 you know that's an urgent thing to fix, right? Because humans are sort of pissed off and, and unhealthy and don't like moving and don't like feel disconnected from nature. Then we've got no chance. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And, and so the shoe industry needs to well, get its act together. Yeah. You know, and allow kids to just at least kind of feel the earth, be, stay connected, be healthy, want to move. Because if you don't like moving, then you're not going to go and walk up a mountain. You're not going to walk down a river. You're not going to, you know, actually leave the city and enjoy it. And, and, and that's the first step is as soon as you start engaging with nature and enjoying it, you'll 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 want to be part of it yeah you've got to it's it, everyone's got to grok it you know you've got to really feel it you've got to understand it you got to have that experience of it rather than a theoretical idea of being in connection with nature it's really hard to be in connection with nature if you if you haven't been barefoot in the dirt in months you know and a lot a lot i don't know how people do it in like new york city you know like living up in high rises surrounded by a thousand wi-fi routers you know staying up all night and being literally disconnected from the earth like concrete jungles like maybe you can kick your shoes off and go barefoot in central park but that that might be that might be it for you i I did get i was recently in new york and i got the impression that you know and and it's obviously a privileged few but i got the impression that the connection between upstate new york and that you know is has grown tremendously thanks to covid in a way mm-hmm. right that everybody kind of went and experienced and, and now they're all going you know that I, I don't know what the fact if the facts are true but i got the impression that more and more people are spending more and more time out of the city um 
which is at least a start. Yeah, right. I'll tell you an interesting thing as well. Just, I was just in Korea, um, and there's no barefoot shoe market in Korea, right? We don't we don't really sell any shoes to talk of, like you know, like we don't have no, and no one does. But um, what's happening in Korea is that they are what's growing is earthing, right? And so um, they're building these amazing. Uh, walkways barefoot walkways in parks around korea and this 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 happened in, in germany around a guy called sebastian kniep about 100 years ago where they were kind of they were barfuss bigger and they were they and so they built these kind of multi-textured um paths through the parks in and and, and in korea interestingly they make them out of clay red clay which is considered to be a superconductive um, material and then they built cool little textured little areas and you and you go in, and you go to the park and you have this barefoot experience in the park it's cool um, and, and they understand it as a sort of part of their health and well-being and, and they're not and then they go and put on their normal shoes again but yeah it's kind of they haven't quite put two and two together in a way but yeah. um, they know it's healthy they know it's really good for them. They know feel they feel really great when they do it. It's the kind of thing you go and do now. Um, and so, you know, you can do you can have that in your everyday life. You don't need to go to a park, you know, put your bare feet in a in a in a, in a on a clay path. But yeah. it's it's sort of you know it's 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 emerging in a in a slightly weird ways around the world. And Fine. you know, obviously in India thousands of years ago they would ayurvedic medicine would prescribe people just walking barefoot on the earth for a while to help reduce inflammation etc etc yeah and so you know these things are sort of and then you know there's another cool little anecdote in um in the arctic where they wear these reindeer moccasins right and it's minus 40 or in celsius and what's that in fahrenheit like really really cold yeah Minus seventy or something—is that right? And uh, is that what that makes sense? Like, yeah, that's exactly right. Something like that. Anyway, and and you know, um, and they and they wear the the, the 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 traditional footwear is is one skin of reindeer moccasin, and they wear them bare feet with a bit of hay for insulation, and the, and they're completely warm and and they're fine to spend all day out herding reindeer in the coldest temperatures on earth right uh. um but because and, and i went to the the, the the places north of scandinavia and scandinavia is very rich and they're very conscious and they want to look after their indigenous population so they send them loads of ski and money and cultural you know and build beautiful buildings for them and and they also send them lots of posh boots from the south, you know, from these, these the modern hiking boots or whatever, and uh, so there's an old wives' tale now in the Arctic that, um, and obviously people are like, oh, these fancy new boots, and then I look cool and amazing. But what's started to happen is they started to, for the first time, get knee and back pains, uh-huh. and 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 the sort of. Um, what they understand is like if you just go back to wearing your traditional reindeer moccasins, your 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 back pain or your knee pain or whatever will clear up. You just go back to wearing them for a couple of weeks, and and they don't 
understand why, but the modern these modern structured sexy hiking boots have been introduced and they and with them is coming this new incidence of a pain in the body and they know when they go back to just allowing their feet to move naturally in their natural you know uh, ancient footwear things click back into place again and they feel fine <laughs> so you know it's just a you know, it's just a funny little microcosm of 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 how and the, and the, you know they haven't quite put two and two together yet, but it's uh, yeah, interesting. Oh man, what a fascinating life of a cobbler. You know, like <laughs> honestly, you know, I I'm a, I'm a huge fan of shoes. Um, I've I mean, and and I pay close attention to them. Um, you know wearable art you know and it could and what i think that you have done really successfully in the different lines that you provide for people you know uh you know workout shoes you know everyday shoes and 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 hiking shoes is to is to combine like a really cool modern look with this you know barefoot design that helps people connect with their body but also look good i mean uh, I posted a picture uh, on Instagram of me wearing those, uh, the John John Florence uh, collaboration. This like this really great, like dark gray and it's smooth and fresh. And I, I took a, posted a couple of pictures. One was fishing by the river and one was, you know, on a hike. And I got like four or five comments from people immediately like, oh, you got the Vivo Barefoots and a couple of other DMs from people that were like, oh my God, I can't believe like those are great. I haven't seen those yet. And it's, if, for me, it's, it, it's something that looks good that I feel good in. And I, that's hard to do. And, and, and I think, you know, spending money on footwear, a good pair of jeans, your bed, like, and food that if you spend your money there, you're going to be a healthier, happier person when you get the right stuff that works for you, that makes you feel good. Um, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> you probably, you probably weren't expecting me to go like this. Yeah, no, but I mean, I, I think like that's, you know, people sort of are, are different, you know, um, Aryans, right? And, 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 you know, someone said to me the other day, look, I'm just a natural qualitarian. And I thought that was, you know, that's a nice way to put it, right? Just, just, but doesn't, doesn't sort of matter so much exactly what it is but as, as long as it's it's natural and it's quality um and it's helping you and and, and actually you know there's an american uh professor of sustainability a guy called john Ehrenfeld. he said the only excuse for filling the world up with more stuff is that products should help us um connect more with nature and or make us feel more human, improve human health, and or help uh, engage with important environmental or ethical questions. And, you know, I realized that as if, and, and, I, and, I, and I, I read this guy when I was still making other shoes, as it were, and, and when we made the, the, the sort of transition to say, you know, really, like, actually, the only shoes that possibly tick those boxes are barefoot shoes. And, you know, and I, and I think actually that, you know, it'd be one thing to, 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 to you know, um, 
make cheap barefoot shoes, shall we, say, shall we say, but I really believe in this notion of emotional durability, that shoes should get better over time, you appreciate them and you use them and like a pair of jeans, like jeans have really a lot of emotion, you know, wherever you scratch yourself and how you sit and where you put your wallet, you know, over time your jeans become your jeans, right? You don't, you never give them to anyone because they're, they've got this incredible emotional durability. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, I think trying to make products that that that, that have that and connect to people, and then you know, and then in the end, like you say, you just live a more quality, connected to nature life, and then whatever you do in life, yeah, you'll 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 just make better decisions, and you know, yeah, totally agree. Um, before before I. You know, we we take take this conversation. This has been so enjoyable, by the way. Thank you so much, Galahad, for for this conversation. Um, a couple more questions for you, but I am curious, what what's your go to? What model do you wear most frequently? Um, honestly, it does change a lot because I and I and I'm and I I'm actually you know you'd be amazed how few shoes I actually have in my house. So I'll I'll kind of. I've, uh, I'm just. I've got, I can see my my shoe rack here, as it were. So I've got a pair. I'm testing out. So so one of the things we do is we do a thing called Revivo, right? Which is um, where we take sh- we take the old shoes, repair them, refurbish them, and then and then resell them. And it's exciting because we're getting some shoes are going through multiple life- lifetimes. And you know, I, I dream of a time when we can kind of almost. You know, you can kind of almost go like, "Oh, this this pair of hiking boots has been up Kilimanjaro," <laughs> and then you can buy them and you can kind of take them up, you know, um, Denali or something, whatever. Um, and um, so, so, and, and one of the challenges with that re with the re commerce model is is the sneakers we make, and you know, um, funny enough. And we we score all the products through quite a sophisticated, sustainable design method. And so, and, and and unfortunately, some of the best selling shoes we make, which are kind of white sneakers, are basically the least repairable and by uh, some scoring methods, the least sort of sustainable. And actually, in some ways, have the least emotional durability because they're kind of white sneakers. But um, what we've been playing around with is maybe we can read, you know, because if they get dirty and they get a bit, it's quite hard to repair them and make them look nice, as it were. So we've kind of got thousands of pairs of white sneakers that we're struggling to re-commerce. But anyway, this is a long long way of saying that I've got a pair of sneakers and we've figured out how to naturally re-dye them. Hmm. So they've become this kind of beautiful a new product that with a natural dye um and so we think that's quite an exciting way to get white sneakers back into the world but then they've become quite bespoke so they're quite unique oh. these sort of because every shoe is like it comes out slightly different you know through a natural dyeing process um so i've got a pair of those that i'm testing and you know you do get slightly colored socks at the moment so we're trying to figure out how to you know make not let the dye, you know, end up, you know, making you look like avatar feet or whatever. <laughs> I've got a pair of uh, hiking boots, and, and and honestly, one of the favourite shoes we make, for, you know, for me is the are the what we call the Tracker Forest, and it's a hiking boot that is, um, uh, you know, well, we were talking about hiking earlier, but they're they're uh, 
just a leather boot. They're, they're, they're super lightweight. They've got an amazing grip with a Michelin sole, which is has this kind of really unique compound. And um, they're just, you know, they're my go-to boot, as it were. Um, and I've got a pair of Ultras because it's the summer. And Ultras is a, a shoe we make out of, um, there's a, a percentage of algae bloom. We work with a cool American company called Bloom. And they, they literally hoover up the algae and algae is in fresh waterways is, is, is clogging up the oxygen of uh, waterways and killing a lot of natural waterway life. Um, and it's generally formed from runoff from excessive fertilizers used in farming, nitrogens and phosphates get into the water and the algae blooms come and kill off the waterways. So these guys literally go around and hoover up the algae cleaning you know, sort of cleaning the waterways and then they figured out a way to process polymers out of that and we make wow. croc-like but not croc-like because they're really thin and, and still allow sensory feedback but kind of water shoes basically <laughs> um from that material it's a it's a you know to be honest with you it's a relatively low percentage of the algae that's actually in the shoe but it's better than nothing should we say and, and it's supporting a really cool company doing an important kind of cleanup job from nasty industrial farming oh wow oh, that's so cool wow yeah i you know. three pretty different shoes and those are like you know in some ways the sneaker the boot and the water shoe and the sort yeah. of molded water shoe yeah 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 well i'm looking at the tracker forest now and i and i referenced my friend matt maruka from raw optics and i told you that he before we turn the mics on that uh that he did the the, the pilgrimage, the road to Santiago, and he wore the tracker forest, um, a couple, uh, a couple of years old, um, but in a, in a light, light sort of cream tan color. But I immediately recognized those as the, as the boots that he wore. They're just, they're so cool looking and they really do feel incredible. I mean, I, 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 I now, I now covet the, uh, the Vivo and John, John Florence, uh, tracker, <laughs> Tracker Deacon FG2 JJF, um, they're, they're just they're just killer. It's like the perfect shoe for me. That's kind of. Edgy. I don't I don't want to talk us down and, and at all. And look, and it's my cousin is my partner in the business, very family business. You know, my wife's involved. My my cousin is my main partner, and he's the chief design guy, and the, and the three D printed business model is his baby, wow. and and so he's he's in many ways the um the, the big um, creative juice and 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 big uh and, and and pursues the big innovative passion projects and i i have to do quite a lot of the boring stuff um he's an amazing guy and you know i couldn't have done it anything without him as it were um but um um and so i don't want to talk the design down is, is what i'm saying because it's, it's special design and he's a special designer and and, and, and we do do I think make pretty good looking shoes but when people always come to me and say what's the magic in Vivo oh my god and, and of course the magic there's no there's no magic right we haven't invented anything we're just taking away the stuff that's actually causing you pain right mm. and so actually the magic is you it's just getting back to you and you feeling you again right that's the whole thing right you don't you can't patent nature you can't it's about taking yourself 
off the grid, off the bloody meds, off the technologies, and in our case, off big shoe, and just getting back to you again, right? And 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 that's and your real potential is is you know it's funny. I was hanging out with a NBA superstar the other day, and he trains a lot barefoot, and 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 and. Uh, you know, there's, there's obviously this notion like that, you know, Michael Jordan or LeBron James, where they couldn't do it, what they did if they didn't have um, Nikes. And I said to him, like, have you ever done the test where you where you do a standing jump with your Nikes on versus barefoot? And and, and he actually had done it. And, and, and the truth is, like, everybody jumps meaningfully higher barefoot than they do with any kind of shoe on, especially a spongy shoe. Right, because you have less ground reaction force, and he and, and he understands that. And, and like obviously, but 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 the problem is it's it's the shoe correcting for problems caused by the shoe, right? And so if you're used to wearing, you're used to kind of slamming down in certain ways, and you've got all these bad movement habits, but you need shoes to then protect you from those bad movement habits, right? Because then. You, so, so I'm just really excited, and I do believe it's going to happen when the first kind of kid comes up wearing minimalist shoes and kind of actually makes it an elite level. Um, yeah. Barefoot, and, and we're we're getting more and more elite people. We're, and we're not, you know, Nike, so we can't afford to actually officially sponsor any superstars. But we're seeing more and more elite people starting to use barefoot in their everyday. And, and, and they're using it for sort of eighty percent of their life, and maybe when it comes to game day, they're putting whatever shoes they're sponsored by, and what you know. But they're using barefoot as a as a kind of essential training tool, just to make their feet strong, make their bodies natural. They feel better, they feel healthier. So whatever shoes they put on on game day, um, it doesn't matter because because actually what they're spending most of their life in is is, is natural, healthy footwear and. Uh-huh. And that's really cool, and 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 in a way, we're really challenged of what the hell to do with these guys in a way, right? Because they've got these kind of multi-million-dollar deals with big shoe companies, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, so the, I think what I just heard you say was that we can look forward to some basketball shoes and some soccer cleats and some, you know, we we, we are working on size uh, eighteen pair of basketball boots right now. Oh, awesome. So all of those people, size 18 basketball players, you know, you can look forward to. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to see those. I cannot wait. It sounds like, it sounds like your cousin's going to be busy then. <laughs> oh yeah. That's great. Uh, so a couple, a couple, a couple more questions. You know, one thing that we didn't, that we didn't talk, talk about is uh, Vivo health. And, and I think it's an interesting, you know, anybody on Instagram, is anybody in Instagram who's like a biohacker sort of minimal issue fan is seeing the ads for this striking man and woman, these Brits that are working out in the gym and, you know, explaining, explaining the the strike, you know, the, the, pardon me while I butcher the accent, (laughs) this really beautiful, (laughs) elegant woman, you know, explaining that the foot is the most, (laughs) <laughs> technology possible and she's you know in the gym <laughs> a big giant beard and um and so there's a lot to learn so maybe maybe explain to us a little bit what vivo health is all about 
So look, I mean, we, in many ways, we see ourselves not as a, as a shoe brand. We see ourselves as a health company and, and, and a natural health company. And so um, a lot of what um, we're, and, and obviously we, 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 we make shoes, but, and it starts with feet, but it doesn't end with feet. Right. And, and, and obviously the feet are part of a whole system. And, and obviously you can get your feet right. But if you don't actually have a holistic view on, on health, then in some ways, it's, you know, there's no point just stopping it, just just doing your feet and then stopping it, everything else. So Vivo Health is a, an ambition in many ways to, first of all, like we discussed at the very beginning, um it, the, the new barefoot movement is a more educated more understanding it's not about the, a, a silver bullet or a magic pill it's about a um a slow kind of guided transition back to healthy natural movement and so and, and there needs to be a degree of education around that and, and and that starts with feet and movement but it doesn't end there so we're starting to put together courses on, um, and, and we're uh, and we're working with lots of really interesting things. You know, so you mentioned Zach Bush, for example. Um, you know, he's an in, an incredible guide and educator uh, for us, and so we did a course with him on intrinsic health um, and natural health, and trying to take a lot of his very sophisticated teachings and just put, you know. Uh, deliver them in an introductory way for people to start to alongside the natural movement journey start to make the natural health journey in the other aspects of their life and, and we, we spoke about a lot of those things and whether it's the circadian rhythms learning you know the impact of um, blue blue unhealthy light um, at the wrong times of the day um, you know whether it's just your your looking after your microbiome um, and the way you eat and what you can do to uh, regain a natural healthy microbiome, whether it's hot and cold therapy, whether it's a bit of a fasting protocol, whether it's um, all these kind of aspects, you know, and, and then obviously mindfulness and community and and all these things that put together a picture of. Um, you know, I was going to say modern health, but it's actually ancient health, of course. Ancient health. <laughs> um, you know, and 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 so so look, we don't, you know, and we're not trying to do it. And what we're trying to do is just be is all these things exist in from lots of experts all over the world and wonderful people. And in a way, we're just trying to sort of help our, you know, guide our community and put some of those teachings in an introductory way in one place. Um, there's a breathwork course on there at the moment, you know, and it's movement heavy and there's trail running courses and there's, you know, various animal flow type courses, natural movement type courses. But um, there's also this wider sort of, it starts with feet, but it doesn't end with feet. And obviously health is ultimately holistic and, you know, um, it all connects. Mm. Well, you, you've hit on, so many things that I talk about in this podcast that I'm passionate about that, that I have found work for myself and work for my clients around, 
yeah, if you've got leaky gut, you should be taking ion. Like you should be taking Zach Bush's product because it it essentially solves leaky gut, repairs your gut microbiome, ice barrel in the back. And, and it is these practices that we just need to remember, be reminded of um, and reinforce now so that we can um, in, in many ways sort of undo some of the, some of the issues that we get from modernity disconnection, you know, broken circadian rhythms, you know, sugar and, you know, dopamine overload and all this stuff. So yeah, it's, it's, it's super cool. I mean, you know, you can go to vivobarefoot.com slash vivo health and, and check out some of the, some of the offerings there. There's those, uh, there's those cool guys that I was talking about the, uh, the super fit gym rats, the dude with the, with the big bushy beard doing the, doing a lizard crawl. It's just, it's, I think it's, I think it's really important and I love the message. I think the, the products are absolutely insane. Um, this is great. So um, to take it home, I, I have a fill in the blank question that I ask everybody. And this can be just based on, you know, it's any experience. It doesn't have to be specific to, to uh, Vivo Barefoot. Um, and please elaborate as much or as little as you want, but fill in the blank. Everyone would benefit from knowing Everyone would benefit from knowing that allowing a foot to, to develop naturally is one of the best things you can do for a child. Because your average child in the Western world is and is uh, having their feet weakened and deformed by modern shoes and a child's foot is mostly the bones in a child's foot are not fully calcified until their teenage years so they're extremely plastic and malleable in the first 12 13 14 years of their life and so if that extremely malleable plastic thing is put in a non-foot-shaped vessel, then by definition it will weaken and deform. And, you know, that's the starting point for healthy natural movement and just staying connected to the earth. So everyone would benefit from knowing that the modern shoe industry is weakening and deforming children's feet and that is a public health scandal and we all need to stand up against that and do something about it um, and demand shoemakers and there, there need to be many many shoemakers it can't just be one shoemaker make natural healthy footwear for kids it should be the golden standard it should be like giving kids healthy natural food you give them healthy natural footwear, putting them in modern shoe-shaped, like, you know, not allowing the child's foot to develop naturally is similar to just giving children cigarettes. It's that bad, in my opinion. And so, you know, um, demand from the 
the the you know these big sexy companies that got got you know unbelievable economic power and influence that they allow children's feet to develop naturally it'd be very easy for them all to do and you know i think people should rise up and demand of that because it should be illegal for shoe companies to knowingly sell products that literally deform and weaken kids when you you know if you think about it it's it's a really big public health scandal that we need to get on top of mm. powerful galahad clark thank you so much for joining me today on the optimal performance podcast thank you for having me appreciate it <laughs>